Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. Corneas are burned out basically at this point from the dicks, the amount of dicks I have to look at. And these are unfamiliar dicks. I wish these were familiars, familiar dicks. I love a familiar dick. I mean, that's what gets me excited. When I see somebody with a pet, I'm like, well, they can't be a bad person. They can't be all that bad. They can't be an axe murderer. I don't know. Maybe they can. How many axe murderers have labradoodles? I'm always hopeful and optimistic, right? And I'm like a little kid. I'm like, yes, yay, found one. We're going to f***. This is fantastic because I love Dick. Oh my gosh, I was so looking forward to him. However, I know better at this point when I know to listen to my gut. I know to believe what I see. Oh, great. Instantly, like my panties are wet. I mean, my pussy's just like panting. And I'm like, oh my God, I would so fuck you in a heartbeat, regardless of dominant or not. But now you add that dominant thing on there, and I'm just like, my brain is starting to explode. And pour out and um and then he hits me with this are you an escort and i'm like what what the fuck out of nowhere are you an escort i was stunned hey everyone welcome to the curious girl diaries podcast i am layla how is everybody doing out there happy tuesday oh my gosh can you believe we're at the end of november just about holy smokes. I can't believe it. We're almost into the end of the year. This is incredible. This year has gone by so fast. So much has (laughs) gone on. And right now I am smack dab in the middle of this, basically searching for my parent despair. The friends with benefits quest is totally throttled up as fast as I can go with it. And I'm in the quagmire with dinglings. So I thought we'd have a fun episode today. So I can um, just kind of show you what comes, what's going on, talk about the guys and um, some of the ding-dongs that don't make the cut, which unfortunately there are a lot of, but that's, I guess, to be expected. Now, before I jump into that, guys, I just want to remind you that I love, love, love your support of my show. It means so much to me. And there's so many different ways that you can support my show. Let me count the ways for you, shall I? You can subscribe to the show wherever you're listening, whether it's whatever podcast uh, syndicator you listen to and you get your podcast from. If you just hit the subscribe button, that's so much appreciated. You can leave me a great review wherever you're listening to these podcasts. That's always greatly appreciated. You can reach out to me and give me your feedback personally, which is so much fun for me. And you know what my favorite thing is. It's voicemails. If you go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. I do get back to every one of you. And let me tell you, it has been getting, I am so happy and pleased with the amount of voicemails that I've been getting lately. It's fantastic. I just love, some of you, I mean, we're just developing these great friendships. I sit there, we banter back and forth. It's a lot of fun. I love answering your questions. I love your insights. I love knowing how you're living your lives, what's going on, some of your struggles. And I'm always happy to give advice. And a lot of times you guys end up 
pointing things out to me that I didn't see or think of and giving me advice, which is just, it's fantastic. I just love the two-way exchange. It's wonderful. And then of course, one of really, I guess probably my favorite thing right now is definitely the private podcast because I have been spicing that sucker up. I'm including some pictures and audio of me with partners that really I would not want published on this public side. <laughs> so it's just really fun. I'm just, I feel like I'm getting a little bit racier with it. It takes me a while to warm up to something. Just, I sort of get slowly but surely, I get a little bit more racy and a little bit more racy over time. And if you've listened to this podcast since the beginning, you have seen that evolution. You know, I mean, I wasn't even into face fucking back when I started this. That was like a big no-no, don't do that. It was a lot of don't do this, don't do that. That's not sexy. I don't like that. And a lot of my just growth and sexual growth and development, I mean, the doors have just been blown open. So it's really been fun. And I appreciate each and every one of you that listens and supports the show. And I just wanted to remind you all the ways that you can do that. Working on overhauling the private podcast section, going to add more tiers with more options for how you can support the show, different levels. And I'm just also changing that format a little bit and just throwing a lot more stuff in there. And I think people are really, really going to like it. So definitely just be on the lookout for that. Check that out. And if you join now, you will probably be grandfathered in at a really good price tier before possibly things get raised. I never raise prices on existing members. It just always stays the same for you. So it kind of benefits to uh, stay with me and join early. All right, guys, let's jump into what the fuck's been going on in my dating life. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm in the trenches. I mean, I'm literally in the trenches right now, just trying to get this pair and a spare in place. It's fucking hard work. I won't try to sugarcoat anything. I have no filter. I'm going to give you guys the absolute truth about it. The good, bad, the ugly. And it's more ugly than good sometimes. <laughs> so I don't know. I just wanted to give you kind of an update. My corneas are burned out basically at this point from the dicks, the amount of dicks I have to look at. And these are unfamiliar dicks. I wish these were familiars, familiar dicks. I love a familiar dick. I mean, that's what gets me excited. I love your dick if I know the guy that's attached to it. If I don't, it really doesn't do anything for me other than really potentially just turn me off. I don't know why the dick picking is just so prevalent and why men assume that that's the only thing we're judging them by. I understand women have their preferences and men are proud of their dicks, but you can kind of keep, keep something close to the vest. You know, you don't have to put it all out there. You can sort of work your way up to that and let the woman be playful and flirtatious and let you know whether or not she wants to see your dick. And, or also, you know, sometimes she'll just flat out ask you for it. Can I see your dick? I've never done that, never felt the need to. I'm I'm actually happy to be surprised, but like, here's a good example. I'm talking with this guy and I'm thinking like, okay, you know, they, it always starts out as, oh my gosh, look at this. Oh, I always get excited when I talk to somebody new. I mean, I really do. When I start chatting with somebody new, I'm filled with hope. <gasps> and then very quickly, that will be dashed on the rocks. My hopes and dreams gone for you and along with you, you are out. 
because you made a jackass of yourself. So prime example, here's this one guy chatting with him. It's great. I'm ready. I'm just about ready to move him to the texting phase of this qualification process. Like, let's move off here. Let's start texting. And I log back in and lo and behold, I see there's pictures in there. And actually it says there's 10 messages from this guy. And I'm like, 10 messages, holy shit. So I open it up. It's his pictures in triplicate. And then like, and it goes from a picture of him in the pool. I'm like, oh, nice. You know, face shot, chest shot. You know, you can tell he's got a nice body. I'm like, that's good. Oh, that's exciting. Good, good, good. Next one, a picture of him and his little, it looks like a labradoodle. And, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, he's <laughs> so sweet. He's got a dog. I love that. That's, you know, I'm like, yes, yes. You know, the momentum's building. He's looking better and better. And then all of a sudden, wham, it's three pictures of his dick over a crust, a gray piece of fabric with like come everywhere crusted to it and on his penis. And I'm just like, huh? How did we go from cute? labradoodle to crusty dick pic. Seriously, like where, how'd you make that jump so fast? What were you thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what do you say to that? I mean, I don't know. What am I supposed to say to that? Is that cashmere? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how, how do I, it's like, boom, balls in my court. Now, what do I say? I really just want to be like block I don't, do I try to salvage it? He has a labradoodle. I assume he's a decent human being. Maybe it's a rescue dog. I don't know. I don't know. It, there's like, it's almost like there's just no, there's no good thinking involved here. Like it shows a lack of plan. I mean, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to send a bunch of pictures. And I know I like this one. Here's me in the pool. Oh, here's me with my dog. Here's me with my dick and come crusted to some gray fabric right underneath it. I mean, is that like, is that how you're displaying it? Is this the background to contrast your dick and the, and the cum everywhere? I don't know, guys. I mean, I, I can't follow this. Like, I can't follow the logic of this, this bouncing ball thing here. It doesn't, it doesn't flow right. It doesn't work right for me. I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. So I don't know what we're going to do with this guy. What am I going to do? Guys, weigh in on this. Do I, do I move it forward? I mean, I always, when I see somebody with a pet, I'm like, well, they can't be a bad person. They can't be all that bad. They can't be an axe murderer. I don't know. Maybe they can. How many axe murderers have labradoodles? I don't think any. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> if, especially if I choose to keep talking to this guy. One of the other things that comes up a lot is I'm meeting new guys and prospecting and all that good stuff uh, is my boundaries. My boundaries. Guys, you want to cross my boundaries. I don't know why. When a woman tells you specifically, this is off the table, I'm not comfortable with whatever, whatever she fills in the blanks with, that is where you just say, okay, period, end of sentence, and move on from it. My, one of my big boundaries is coming to my home. Men are always trying to come to my home. There's a lot of reasons I don't want you coming to my home. Let me name them in case they're not totally, totally obvious as a single female, why I wouldn't want a strange man coming to my home. Okay. Number one, I don't know you. Number two, safety. You could be an ax murderer. Number three, when we're done and I'm ready for you to leave because I will be ready for you to leave. I can't get you out of the house. You're lollygagging. You want to stay longer. This is uncomfortable for me. 
How do I shoo you out appropriately? Because I guarantee I will get up and go. I do not linger. When it's done, it's done. I say, thank you very much. We had a good time. Hope we do it again. Let's touch base next week. Whatever. You know, I mean, I am up and out. I do not linger. I do not hover. I want to go. The moment is over. We had a great time. It's done. There's a period behind that sentence, right? Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. The next thing is stalkers. You could be a stalker. Now you know where I live. This feels very encroaching and scary to me. I've had guys, you know, I don't, I don't want you doing a drive-by. I certainly do not want you coming by unannounced. All of this stuff has happened to me. I don't come up with this shit, just pull this stuff off the top of my head. It's really been trial and error. I've been to the, I've forest gumped my way through all of this crap and I've been to the school of hard knocks. And unfortunately, I know that most men are decent guys, like they're not going to do this, but a few bad apples spoils the bunch. And so I have to, to err on the side of caution. And again, another bullet point, men, you're physically stronger than women. You could overpower me. I don't want to be raped. I don't want to be forced. That consent, non-consent, that's a role play. This, I have to take my safety seriously. And therefore, it takes me a while. Once I get to know you and I'm comfortable with you, then of course I will invite you over at some point, but you have to, that, and that, that's up to me. You know, that's really up to me. So what I've been finding a lot lately is it's just like, you know, guys, you know, you'll sleep with them once and they're like, can I come over? Can I, you know, I, I want to come over or, or you have a plan. You, you know, you were agreeing to meet them and go to their house or they were going to get a hotel room. And then all of a sudden it's, well, can you host? When I've already said, no, I cannot host. I mean, the first time I talk to you, I, when we're starting to text back and forth, either it usually happens when we're starting to text back and forth or when we're on the phone the first time doing a video call or whatever, I will make sure that you, it's okay for you to host because I'm not comfortable hosting someone that I don't know. I'm not shy about saying that. I'm very direct. I put it all out there. I really am doing my best to make sure that you're getting your needs met and I'm getting my needs met and we don't waste each other's time. That's always what I'm after in the very beginning. And I'm also sort of throwing this stuff out there because I like to push people to self-eliminate. The faster you self-eliminate, the better for me as far as a time factor and energy that goes into this qualification process. And also for you too, because ultimately, again, it's, it's a two-way street. Everybody needs to get what they're looking for out of it. And I want to accomplish that. And I sort of know how to move through this process very quickly. It's pretty much a given that I will have more hangups than you initially, right? Because again, I, I have the safety factor that you're not worried about. Men always say, oh, well, I'm worried about stalkers too. That's nice. But you know what? It's totally not the same. Okay. It is totally not the same. If you look at the percentage of stalkers of men to women, I, I was actually watching a documentary on this, uh, not that long ago. I think it was on Netflix called I am a stalker. And the numbers of women that actually stalk are very low and they're stalking another female, a, a potential 
competitor for another man's affection. It's not, they're not going after the man. Like, uh, what was that movie? Was it not basic instinct? No, not basic instinct. Was it Pete? No. With, oh gosh, Glenn Close and Michael Douglas, where she boils the rabbit. Basic instinct? No. Why do I keep, that's with the, anyway, I'm mixing up my movie titles. I know what I'm talking about. I know which ones I'm trying to say. And it's right on the tip of my tongue. Darn it. Sorry, guys. I know you're probably shouting it out in the, in, right now in the gym or the car, or the subway, wherever you're listening. Uh, <laughs> and I just can't hear you. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, what is it? What is that movie? Glenn Close, Michael Douglas. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. So if that just doesn't happen very often, and it's more likely that it's men doing this crazy, weird shit because they're, well, a little, a little more predatory and they're stronger and they can, it's, it's, a, it's really usually done by the emboldened person, you know, the one that feels a certain way. And a lot of times men will feel that way. They're stronger than women. They feel like they can you know, manipulate and create what they, the outcome that they want. So it's just something that as a woman, you have to live with and be aware of. And I am. So I value being alive, guys. <laughs> I want to stay that way. Anyway, so just don't cross her boundaries. If she says no, she fucking means it. It doesn't mean, let me try to ask you, let me say, okay, and then circle back and ask you the next time I talk to you or bring it up or suggest it or, okay, next week I'll do it. Okay. Now again, two weeks later, no, it gets annoying. And when I see that type of behavior, that instantly kind of tells me, well, danger. I mean, like this guy doesn't listen. I, If we're in the heat of the moment and I want him to stop doing something, do I trust and can I trust that he will listen to me? And the answer is no, because you've already shown me that you cannot listen to me. So Again, I know this might be annoying to hear, but I want I want this to sink in. It's not anything personal because I don't know these people well enough. I don't know these guys well enough, but I have to just go with, okay, what what's the worst possible outcome here? Let me try to avoid that until I'm almost sure that will not be the case. And even then, you can never be sure, but but it still makes me feel better to feel like I know somebody better and then that that comfort, those walls come down and I'm just more comfortable with you. Oh. <laughs> don't move shit around. Be consistent. I just had somebody that I was so excited about. I wanted to, I was really, really excited. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. I had that again. I'm always hopeful and optimistic. Right. And I'm like a little kid. I'm like, oh yes. Yay. Found one. We're going to fuck. This is fantastic because I love Dick. What can I say? And I love as you're moving along and you're checking all the boxes and it's getting closer and closer. I had a date set up with this guy. This was going to be the first time we were going to fuck. And he calls me, he texts me on that morning and says, you know, he starts kind of trying to push the time around a little bit and, and asks me if I can come later or whatever. I'm like, well, well, no, what's going on? And he tells me, well, he's picking up a shift at work. He got asked to pick up a shift at work. And I'm thinking, okay, but that's voluntary. Why are you going to pick that shift up? You're going to pick that shift up at work or you're going to come fuck me. What are you going to do? So I tried to be, you know, I was talking to him. I said, Hey, call me. So we're talking about it. And I said, okay, all right, that's fine. Why don't, what about tomorrow? And he said, yes. Okay. That'll work. I'm like, great. So basically we just said, Hey, let's flip flop it. You go pick up that extra shift if you need to. And tomorrow we'll just take our shot then be exactly the same time. We'd already agreed on the time and we're going to get together 
he was going to get a hotel room. Again, he's like, well, I have a roommate. I said, I cannot host you. So he's like, okay, I'll get a hotel. Fine. So then that morning, it's like, hey, I'm midday. You know, we were supposed to get together, I think around 2.30 midday. I'm out doing stuff. Like I'm literally like, I plan my day. I schedule everything out. That's just how I am, guys. I'm not, I don't sit around and fan my ass. There's always plenty for me to do, especially with this podcast. It's, there's a, it's a lot of work. And so I'm out doing my stuff and I'm not even home. I need to go home, shower, do my whole routine. It's about 12 o'clock. We were supposed to get together at 2.30. He's texting me, hey, can you meet me at basically within a half an hour? And I'm like, no. And then he says, okay, well, because he was done early. Okay, well, can you meet me at, you know, he says a half an hour after that and a half an hour after that. I'm like, okay, what is going on? I, we're texting back and forth. And I just, I finally said, hey, I tried calling him. He didn't answer. I said, call me, please. So he calls me and I just said, listen, I had to let him go. You know, I had to be honest and say, I, it was basically just, I told you yesterday, like, it's hard for me when you are moving the football around, you know, you're like Lucy with Linus, so you keep moving it and I'm showing up, I'm ready to go. I have structured my whole day around being somewhere at a certain time. That means getting all my workouts in, eating, making sure I have time to present the full Layla package for you. And this is all stuff I'm doing behind the scenes and you keep changing things up. And I said, why are you trying to push the time forward? And he's like, well, he had, he wanted to go have dinner with his dad, I guess, who was leaving to go out of town at five. So we were supposed to get together at 2.30. We were going to go, I think, to a whiskey bar, a wine bar first. Obviously, that yeah, that doesn't give us a lot of time. And he wanted to spend more time with me. I get it. However, when we spoke yesterday, this thing with your dad wasn't on the radar, it was, yep, I'm totally free and clear. We can move it to Sunday. And that's why I felt comfortable saying, sure, let's reschedule it for Sunday because you're telling me what you're telling me is this will work. We won't have any issues tomorrow. Today is a little dicey, but tomorrow you're golden. So you get, I'm a one striker. You get one strike, you get one chance. And after that, I just, I know better. And I feel like that has always served me very, very well. I never regret those decisions. I'm always just like, okay, you know, it's too bad, but there you go. So I had to tell him, you know, I had to call him and I just said, Hey, listen, I, this isn't respectful of my time and I am respectful of yours. And I'm doing all this stuff around your schedule to work around what you need to get done. And, but we were in agreement and this wasn't the conversation that we had yesterday. And so I, I can see that really the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. So I can't, this won't work for me moving forward. I wish you the best. It's such a bummer because I was really looking forward to seeing you, but now we just got to say sayonara. So he was very good about it. He's like, I understand. And, 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 uh, I'm bummed, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I was so looking forward to fucking him. However, I know better at this point when I know to listen to my gut. I know to believe what I see. When people show you who they are, believe what you see. It will show up in other ways. And this is casual fucking. This is supposed to be fun and exciting and hot. And all of these little things here that all these little hoops I'm jumping through and yes, no, okay, no, it's today, it's tomorrow. Oh, uh-uh. That takes all the fun out of it. So definitely those are bummers, but... I've never, like every time I know, every time I compromise and I get these little inklings and I ignore them, 
it never works out. This I can tell you for sure. After seven years of doing this, it never works out. And I always should have listened to those first little whispers of this is not going to, this guy is flaky or he's not going to be respectful of your time. He doesn't respect your boundaries, whatever it is, pay attention. So, and same thing. I mean, this is just, this is just good, good old fashioned dating common sense. I don't care whether it's hookups, whether you, whether you're looking for your life partner, whatever, when this stuff starts coming up in the beginning, I mean, if a guy can't even act right and fly straight just to get, get his dick in you, and that's one of the highest motivators, <laughs> then it's downhill from there. It really, really is. And he's not going to change. He's not all of a sudden going to be different down the road. Oh God, this is so funny, guys. I love this. Okay. So then there was this other guy. I, we were, we'd gotten off the site. We're texting and this is a Clark, you know, he's a 10 good looking, like as a motherfucker, six, three Iron Man. He's training for his, I don't know, whatever third or fourth Iron Man. I mean, he's just fucking hot. I'm salivating. I'm like, oh my God, please let this be a real profile. <laughs> so he sends me all these pictures, you know, like he's a photographer, blah, blah, blah. And so we're talking and he's a dominant. And so we start getting into that and I'm liking, he's saying all the right things. He's, he's not being disrespectful to me in any way. He's not starting out with the, I'm going to, who's your daddy? Call me, sir. He's, I'm actually buying into the fact that he's been in the lifestyle for a long time. He knows what he's doing. He's respectful of it. It's his lane. I'm like, yes. Okay. Green light, green light, green light, green light, green light. Then we're talking and we're, we're chatting intermittently throughout the day off and on. And, and I'm excited, really excited about this because I really, it's something that I really want to find another person that I can do this with, that I can circle back to and start going back down that dominant submissive dynamic get back into that lane, have that person. It's, uh, you know, I miss that and I want that. And then out of nowhere, this guy asked me, are you an escort? And I look at my phone and I'm like, cause we had stopped talking. He's like, Hey, I'm going to go, I got to go do, I ran for, he says he'd run 14 miles that morning. I'm on my exercise bike. You know, I'm like, Oh, great. Yeah. You're right. I mean, obviously I can see from his pictures as long as that's really him. He's in fantastic shape, like gorgeous, a 10. And he looks like Clark. And so I'm instantly like, my panties are wet. I mean, my pussy's just like panting. And I'm like, oh my God, I would so fuck you in a heartbeat, regardless of dominant or not. But now you add that dominant thing on there. And I'm just like, my brain is starting to explode and pour out. And, um, and then he hits me with this, are you an escort? And I'm like, what? What the fuck? Out of nowhere, are you an escort? I was stunned. I didn't even know like what to say. I didn't know how to take it. And I, I didn't know if I was just, I was shocked. I didn't know if I was offended or shocked or what. And I was just like, I just, you know, I was like, no exclamation point. You know, where did that even come from? I couldn't believe that after looking at my profile for as much information as I have on there, the way that I articulate myself, there's no indication at all that I would be an escort. And why would I be talking to you for several days without actually bringing it up? I mean, no, this is not a diss on escorts, but they are very smart business people. And I would think they were a poor business person if they're waiting days before they even try to move you to the part about paying for sex. 
what kind of a business model would that be? I would be a real shitty escort. And not to mention, like I said, I just, it confused the fuck out of me. Like I really didn't even know how to take that. That's the first time somebody's asked me if I'm an escort. And I'm thinking, I'm also thinking to myself, like I see escorts like high demand escorts and I could be wrong, but I just imagine these women are like 25 to 29. Like that's the sweet spot. That's your time there. Just make as much money as you can. Now, I could be completely wrong about this because I don't know anything about escorting, but I just naturally assume if you're a guy and you're, you're going to pay for an escort that you would, because uh, he didn't ask me if I was a hooker. He asked me if I was an escort. So I sort of put that on a higher tier. Again, I could be wrong about this stuff. Why would you be an escort that was older? <laughs> Is there even a demand for that? I would feel like I would have to be a discounted escort at that point. And I don't know. And then, you know, I was telling this to one of the guys that I uh, voicemail, that sends me voicemails. But, you know, I, like I tell you guys, send me voicemails. I love your feedback. We we go back and forth a lot. And he was like, maybe you should take it as a compliment. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I should. And then he asked me, what's what would your price be? Somebody could buy sex from you. What would you charge? And I'm like, I don't even have a freaking clue. Like, obviously, yes, everybody has their price. But I'd have to say, it's got to be I don't even know. I was really seriously thinking about like, what would I would, I'm sure I would do it for 10,000. I'm sure I would, but I don't think, you know, anything below that. No. Why? Ew. I mean, and it's 10,000, not even that much money. Like I, I'm sure that would be a good price maybe for one night. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to set my rates right now. <laughs> if you want to sleep with me, you better, better be 10,000 or more for, for, We'll, we'll negotiate the hours and the acts, but no, seriously, I'm not, don't, please don't hit me with that. Please don't, uh, that, that's a joke. Someone's going to, some point in my life, someone's going to take that little outtake and use it against me and say like I was soliciting. No, 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 never have, never will. That's not, it's not what's going on here, but I just found it odd and very fucking disappointed because now I'm like, okay, bump, you just self-eliminated. You're out of there, ding dong. Like that's the other thing. I, I'm looking at him thinking, here I am giving you all this credit, thinking that you're the sophisticated man with who's sharp, observant, you got a brain in your head, you could possibly, I could possibly be submissive to you. And now I'm looking at you like you have zero common sense. Like, how could you ever mistake me for an escort? Well, this guy's going down in flames and I'm sad about it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm like, Jesus, this could have, this would have really been like a dream come true. So I just, I, my bubble really got burst on this one. It's, it's too bad. And then I've got some, you know, this other guy who's, speaking of dominance, this guy says he's a dominant. He sends me all these messages and I'm not responding, not responding, not responding because he's not my type. I'm not interested. Physically, I'm not attracted. And he ends with, he just keeps coming and coming and coming. And I, you know, I did say initially, I'm not interested. And then he just kept sending me messages like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you know, boom, boom, boom. And then at the end, it's like, okay, I sent six messages, I think. And I also sent my number yesterday. So use it. And I was just like, after me saying, I'm not interested. I mean, I don't know how else to say it more politely, more simply. Do you, do I just need to be a total bitch to, to you, a total stranger? I mean, that's really, that's the sad part of it. Sometimes you really have to be an asshole to another asshole before they recognize you mean what you're talking about. Again, this goes back to boundaries. I shouldn't have to be so rude 
that you all of a sudden look at your phone and think, what a bitch. Can't believe I wanted to fuck her. It should not have to come to that, but sometimes it does. And I don't, you know, I won't even, I'm not PMSing right now. So I'm not in the mood to give this guy a message like that. I'm not in the mood to be like, fuck you, asshole. You know, I'm not in the mood to be sarcastic. You have to catch, I, I am sarcastic. I have a, I have that side. I'm very fast. I will cut you like nobody's business. Like I'll make you cry. But, but I don't want to be in that mode. That's not the normal, my normal state of being that I really want to tap into all the time. Sometimes it's funny and it is, you know, and you guys, I know if you've listened to me long enough, you hear that side, but Jesus, come on guys, don't be a dingling and don't be an asshole and don't push some woman to the point where she has to just kick you in the dick verbally to get you to back the fuck off. A polite no thank you. I'm not interested. Best wishes should suffice. And that is exactly what I said. And he just kept going and going and going with it. Now he's blocked. I mean, I don't know what else to do. I do have another interesting scenario going on and I hope this turns into something, but it's right. I'm getting red flags. So there's this guy who reaches out to me and he's a couple. Uh, he's the boyfriend of the couple. And I, as you know, I really want my threesome. And so I'm, he catches me at the right moment and I'm like, yeah, great. So we're chatting back and forth. We move to, you know, texting and he just starts texting me like all day long and, you know, intermittently. And it's, it's always like weird for me. Like when I feel like the conversation's over and I sort of end it and it's like, okay, the next step is, and then all of a sudden, maybe an hour later, it's like, boop, you jump back on. You're just like going for it, going for it. You're keeping it moving forward. Well, I had, I had at this time, I was able to just sit and kind of devote a little more time to it. So we're chatting back and forth. He did the first thing that bugs me is, you know, he's like, Hey, can you, can you send me any more pictures? And I'm just like, buddy, I have 20 plus pictures up on my profile and I show every angle, every, you know, I mean, you can see my body, you can see my face. Like I'm really trying to be helpful and help you compared to your one stupid picture, figure out whether or not you're attracted to me and you could, you could see yourself fucking me. I mean, that's the whole point of this, my, me putting so much effort into my profile. Well, I said, no, I'm sorry. You know, I said, I've got several and you have one, and I'm really just not interested in adding to some random dude that I don't even know, Spank Bank, and I'm sure your girlfriend would agree. <laughs> you know, I didn't know which way he was going with this. Maybe he doesn't have a girlfriend, but he did send me a picture of her backside, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, cute, but, cute, but, all right, you know, and I'm, you know, again, I'm, I'm talking to him, and we're throwing ideas back and forth. He's like, well, what are you into? And, you know, so that part of the chatting was very fun. But, you know, then he just, like I said, he really put me off with the, when he kept going with the conversation, because I did try to cut it off a little bit by saying, look, I, I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm more interested in your girlfriend than her. I would really like to have her be a part of this conversation because I, no offense, but you know, I know what guys are about. So I'm really looking for, I really want to get excited about the girl I'm going to be with the first time. I know it's silly, but that's just kind of my thing. He's like, oh, I totally understand. Yeah, you know, and, and again, I, I kind of feel like when a man approaches me separately and he there is a couple, he may be doing the heavy lifting for her, which totally makes sense. I get it. But I also am want to make sure that she knows I'm respectful of her and their relationship. And I feel like, okay, we've talked enough. 
one-on-one. Now I'm ready to talk to the lady in your life, the woman that you love and that you want to see going down on me. Like, let's get her involved in this conversation, please. Because I'm starting to wonder if she, does she exist or not? You know, are you going to say, hey, let's meet. And then all of a sudden, oh, she couldn't come today, but you and I can fuck. No, I don't want any of that stuff. I'm always trying to hedge people off for their, the crazy shit that they can and will pull because they do. It's happened. So Anyway, that happened. And I'm just like, oh, damn, because I was actually getting excited. I'm like, I like them. I like they, according to his profile, they would like to have a a regular girl that they can hang out with more often and on a regular basis with some frequency, which is what I'm looking for. I don't really want the one offs. It's like, if we're going to do this, let's do this more than once. Let's plan on really getting good at sex with each other, knowing each other's bodies, having fun, having adventures. That is what I'm all about. And a lot of people are really just in it for the momentary quick hit. They just want that quick dopamine hit. You know, let me stick my dick in you and I'm done. And I don't mind that people, that that's their preference. I just, when that, I want people to be more transparent about that because I'm transparent about mine and what I'm trying to find. And and it's not the one off. That stuff will happen. It does happen because hard as you try to screen people, you'll end up, having sex with them thinking, okay, that was all right. We got, this is a good starting point. And then they just go weird. They go sideways. They start trying to push boundaries. They're not listening, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's just, and then, and then you just have to cut them loose because I, you you just don't need more of the same. So anyway, that's where I'm at with this guys. I do have, I mean, this is all the weird stuff. Now behind all that, there's a bunch of good stuff going on. So, and you'll hear about those as they actually come to fruition. As there's actual penis to vagina contact, you will hear about them. And you, if you didn't catch, um, the previous Tuesday's episode, episode 324, psych or 334, rather psychedelic sex, that was very fun. Yes, indeed. I That was a bucket list item there. I did it and happy with that. And I do hope that there's more from that person. So we'll see how that goes. But really, you know how you know how I am. I mean, we'll see. The ball's in his court. He has reached it. We've, we've chatted a bit, but I like the guy to move things along in the beginning. I let him set the pace. He can be the pace setter. I will follow along. And then as I get more comfortable with you, then I'll be comfortable reaching out. It's just not something I I like doing in the beginning because for me, it just feels very masculine and I have no problem taking them by the horns and being the leader, but it doesn't get my pussy wet. I, like being, letting the guy sort of lead in the very beginning until we get a little more established is my preference. I'm just more comfortable with that and that's how I want it done. And if you don't, you just won't see me again. So, you know, if you're sitting there holding your breath, like, okay, I'm going to wait for her now. I I reached out. Now it's her turn. Now it's going to be your turn for several times until I'm comfortable with you. That's just how it is. <laughs> is that unfair? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it is guys, but it's just, you know, you got to go with what you're comfortable with. It's just so important to know where your boundaries are and stick with that because I'll tell you what, from experience, every single time that I bend a rule for somebody, I regret it. I've never been like, cannot really think of an instance where I was just like, oh, I'm so glad I compromised what, what really feels right for me to bend over to, to do something that I wasn't comfortable with. It just feels uncomfortable. That's why you don't do it. So there you go. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you're having a great week. Let's get ready for December. I'm going to really try to make it a December to remember. I'm going to hopefully have 
a lot of hot, fun, crazy fucking sex coming up. And I cannot wait to share it all with you guys. All right. Love you guys so much. Everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Don't forget, subscribe to the private podcast. Send me voicemails. Go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. Five minutes. Let it rip. I will get back to you personally. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.